Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Why you love me, I'll never know. Anybody just grateful that he does? understand it. I'm just grateful that he loves me so much. Isaiah 9 is where we're headed. He loved us so much. He loved us so much. That he gave. Anybody grateful for Jesus? If you're able, just slip your hands up to him and tell him how you feel about him. Wonderful Savior. Wonderful Savior. Why you love me so? Lord, I shall never know the precious love of God. Come on, thank God for Jesus, would you? How could we not? How could we not take time to do so on the day that we celebrate his birth? Y'all argue about whether it's December 25th or not. I'm just grateful that he came. (laughs) Grateful that he lives in me. Verse 6, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Just one verse, verse 6 of Isaiah 9. You may be seated. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. It is indeed fitting that we would celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus. Uh, This comes around once every seven years on Sunday. And there is a, uh, there's a duality to our celebration Today, we, we celebrate that he was born, and we celebrate that he died. Every Sunday at Mount Calvary, at least, 
I only pastor one church. But every Sunday here, you're going to hear about him dying and getting up from the grave. But today, we celebrate the beginning and the end, his birth and his death. Isaiah, some 700 years before Jesus was born, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he writes, unto us a son is born, a, a child is born, and unto us a son is given. Isaiah talks about uh, the child and the son. A child is born. You all know the, the Christmas story. Everybody has heard it a million times. But it's so wonderful, I think it deserves at least a partial telling again. The story of a child born in Bethlehem to his unwed virgin mother and her husband-to-be. The story of a young couple from Nazareth who are forced to go to Bethlehem by a royal decree. Their marriage hasn't been consummated, and yet she is with child. The Bible says, great with child. But the young man, Joseph, is not the father of this child. They both know the child is a boy. They both know his name is Jesus. And while it wasn't the plan to be in Bethlehem, they had to travel to Bethlehem because the prophet Micah had already prophesied that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. And while they're in Bethlehem, she goes into labor. The child is delivered. And there are some shepherds in a flock or in a field nearby watching their flock. The Bible says the sky lit up, the glory of the Lord enveloped them, shone around them, and the angel appeared to them and said, don't be afraid, I bring you good tidings of great joy unto you this day in the city of David, a Savior which is Christ the Lord is born, and this will be a sign to you. You'll find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a feeding trough. The Bible says, suddenly, there was a whole bunch of angels singing, glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth, goodwill toward men. The shepherds rushed to Bethlehem to see the child, we see them there in the stable. Later, sometime later, there are some wise men from the east, some stargazers, some astrologers. And they see a star and they follow the star and they bring frankincense and gold and myrrh. You all know the story. That's one reason why we celebrate because a child was born. But I got to tell you, Jesus was not the only child born that day. He's not 
the only child that's born that day. So what makes him special? Well, it's the other thing that Isaiah calls him. A child is born, but Isaiah also said a son is given. This is no ordinary child. He's a child born to Mary, but he is conceived by the Holy Ghost. No human touched Mary for her to have this child. And listen, I don't care how sophisticated we get. The virgin birth is still at the center of everything we believe. He was born to Mary, but he was given by God. Many children have been born throughout the ages, but the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, his unique one-of-a-kind son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. We not only celebrate the child born, but today we celebrate the very son of God given. And we're grateful. We are grateful because the government shall be upon his shoulders. You, y'all miss that. The government shall be upon his shoulders. Now, if ever there was a time when that ought to made us shout, we're living in it. I realize when Isaiah is writing, he's not specifically referring to the American government. I know that. He is referring to the line of David. He's referring to this coming king who will sit on David's throne and rule. But we know what the Bible says. While they're looking for an earthly king, Jesus was more than just the king of Israel. John the Revelator said, when I saw him, I, I saw on his head there were many crowns and he was wearing royal robes. And John said, I looked down on his thigh and there was written on their king of kings and lord of lords in that good news the government shall be upon his show that's why i'm not worried about democrats or republican i'm not worried about right wing or left wing conservative or liberal as a matter of fact let me look in the camera because i'm told that there have been some conversations down at city hall about which side i'm on well let me tell you i don't have a side i have a king and the government shall be upon. Uh-huh. And on this Christmas morning, let me just remind us of what we have in Jesus. That's, that's my Christmas speech this morning. What we have in Jesus. I won't be long. Um, y'all can get, get on back and, uh, and see your Christmas dinner and play with your toys and all that kind of stuff. And his name shall be called. I want, I want to unwrap this a little bit because um, gifts are great. God gave a son. Gifts are great, but if you don't open it up, you won't know what it is. Right? My kids told me last night, uh, all right, we're going to wake up at 6 o'clock. Six thirty. Everybody came moseying down. 
Santa brought some presents under the tree, but they're not much use if you don't unwrap them and see what's in there. His name shall be called, and then he goes into all this stuff. Let's unwrap the gift, huh? First of all, number one, his name shall be called Wonderful. His name shall be called Wonderful. What do you have in this gift? You've got somebody wonderful. Because there are times in this life, I'm learning, there are times even for us, there are times when things seem dark. If we are honest, sometimes even saved folks, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, tongue talking, demon dismissing, faithful saints of the Most High will find themselves in what feels like dark days. And the fact that his name is wonderful helps us to deal with that. Y'all know what I'm talking about when your son or daughter that you tried your best, best to bring up in the fear of God decides that they want to go and live their own truth and forget about the God that has kept them this far. That's, that's a dark time. When you're, doing, when you're trying to do the right thing, but your money is still consistently longer than your month, that's a dark time. When you're trying to be a better wife, you're trying to be a better husband, but it seems like your spouse has already checked out. That's, that's a dark time. When you go to the doctor, and what you were hoping was just a little something, turns out to be a big something. When your name is in somebody's mouth and they don't have anything good to say. When you pray for them and they die anyway. When you're surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone, those are, those are dark times. And I've come to tell you today, just in case you're in that place, I want to tell you, you've got somebody wonderful, somebody amazing, somebody extraordinary. His name is wonderful. Jesus said, the thief comes just to kill and steal and destroy, but I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Life beyond measure. That's over and above. That's overflowing life. His name shall be called wonderful. That's to handle the darkness in our lives. His name shall be called wonderful counselor. To deal with the difficulties, the decisions of life. Even saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled people sometimes get into life circumstances that leave us scratching our heads. There may be some people in here right now or online right now at a crossroad and your mind is confused and you don't know which way to go. You're too ashamed to tell somebody that you're struggling. You've gone to this person and that person for advice. They got their own problems. You tried to confide in one of the saints and now everybody knows what you're going through. You tried to confide in somebody else, they started treating you differently. What you need is somebody to talk to that can see beyond where you are right now. I know there are some people in here right now who feel like if I don't talk to somebody, I'm going to go crazy. Well, I want to tell you, he's a wonderful counselor. 
your big mama tried to tell you he's a heart fixer and a mind regulator. Is there anybody in here who knows he'll keep your mind? Yeah, his name shall be called Wonderful to deal with the darkness. His name shall be called Counselor to deal with the difficulties. His name shall be called Mighty God. Mighty God, that deals with the deficiencies of life. Whatever the deficiency is, whatever is lacking, whatever is missing, whatever is inadequate, whatever is wrong in your life, I've come to tell you that Jesus is mighty enough to handle it. What's miss? If it's joy, he's a mighty king whose very kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Is strength missing? His strength is made perfect in your weakness. What's wrong in your life? Is it sin? He's a mighty savior. If it's a habit, he's a mighty habit breaker. If it's sickness, he's a mighty healer. If it's bondage, he's a mighty deliverer. Call his name. He is the mighty God to deal with whatever is lacking in your life. I'm almost done. I'm trying to hurry through. Not only that, he's wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. He's also everlasting father that deals with the, the doubts. I know you can't say it. I know you can't let anybody know. But sometimes doubt sets in when we're not sure about something. When we're not sure about how something will be. When we're not sure how something will turn out. But I'm so glad that Jesus is the everlasting father. In other words, in other words we don't have to worry about him changing. What he has been, he is and always will be. Hebrews 13, chapter 8, uh, chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Revelation 1, 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, who is, who was, and who is to come. The Almighty. James 1, 17 says, There is no variableness nor shadow caused by turning. The psalmist said, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever the world was formed from from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. What are you trying to say, Reverend? Here's what I'm trying to say. He's everlasting. He's the everlasting. I don't know what kind of father you had. Whether he was dependable or not, he wasn't everlasting. Right? Things change. I had a good daddy. He was wonderful. But he wasn't everlasting. He was with me in the flesh, but now he's gone home. But Isaiah says Jesus is the everlasting father. He'll always be with you just like he is. He's a father you can depend on to always be as he has been. May I break that down for you? If he saved before, he's still a savior. If he healed before, He's still a healer. If he made a way before, he's still a way maker. If he comforted you before, he's still a comforter. If he brought you out before, he's still a deliverer. If he made your money stretch before, he's still a provider. If he got you out of trouble before, he's still a lawyer. If he stuck with you before, he's still a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Have no doubt, Jesus is the everlasting father. Then finally, his name shall be called Prince of Peace. 
deals with the discord in your life. There's a lot of um, what I call life noise. Life has a way of being noisy at times. Those times when life gets so loud that it's hard to hear anything else. You used to, you used to hear God's voice. And then life started getting loud. <laughs> and his voice got harder to hear. It's those times when your job is crazy and your house is falling apart and your marriage is tense and your children are acting out and your friends have disappeared and your church is acting funny and you can't find pastor nowhere and your car breaks down and your refrigerator goes out but your check is short because you've been sick and the doctor can't find what's wrong and you can't go back because you don't have the money to pay him and you can't sleep because of all the life noise. How many of you know he is the prince of peace? He knows how to give you peace in the midst of that life noise. The prince, that is, he's the ruler, he's the chief, he's the captain, he's the commander of peace. And he stands in the middle of all that life noise and says, peace. Be still. You remember the story after Jesus had been teaching a while. They took him, they put him on a ship. A great storm came up and waves were beating on the ship. It was so full of water. And you know what happens to a ship that's full of water, don't you? It starts going under. And there are some in this very room right now who can't admit it. But in the midst of all this holiday cheer, you feel like your ship is going under because of the winds of life and the waves that are beating on your poor little ship. But Jesus was in the ship. You missed it. Would y'all help me? Preach this to somebody. Tell them I got Jesus in my ship. <laughs> Jesus was in the ship, but he was asleep. And I know you can't admit it. You can't say amen too loud or even nod your head too strong. But there are some of you in here and watching online who are feeling like, I know he's in my ship. But he must be asleep. <laughs> and the disciples woke him up and said, don't you care if we die? Master. The tempest is raging and the billows are tossing high. This is a Christmas speech. I'm trying not to. <laughs> the sky is o'ershadowed with blackness and no shelter, no help. 
is nigh. Carest thou not that we perish? How canst thou lie asleep when each moment so madly is threatening a grave in the angry deep? Get up, Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus got up and he rebuked the wind and he said to the sea, Peace, be still. I've come to tell you on this Christmas morning that he is still the Prince of Peace. And I've got good news as his representative right now as the one speaking on his behalf, I say to your storm, peace, be still. I speak peace, peace to you, peace to your family, peace to your mind, peace to your body, peace to your home, peace to your job, peace to your finances. Peace to your emotions. Peace to your children. I speak peace because he is the Prince of Peace. And I dare you, just call his name and watch him bring peace into your life. His name shall be called Wonderful. His name shall be called counselor his name shall be called mighty god his name shall be called everlasting father his name shall be called prince 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 of peace i don't know about you but today I'm announcing uh, peace. Would you help me close so we can get on out of here and just tell three people peace to you. Peace to you. Peace to you. Peace to you. Peace to your mind. You're not going crazy. Peace to your finances. You won't be broke for long. Peace to your family. It's coming back together. Peace. Hallelujah. I've got Jesus. I've got Jesus. I've got Jesus. I've got Jesus. Have you got him? Do you know him? Jesus. That's all I need. That's all I need. Y'all forgive me. If when I unwrap the gift, I get a little emotional. <laughs> Y'all forgive me if I 
unwrap the gift and get a little emotional. Because the gift is everything I wanted. And what I need, even if I didn't know I needed it. Okay, all right, let me, I'll, I'll share this with you and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get out of your way, I promise. I opened up two packages for my wife this morning. And there was a pair of Air Force Ones. And there was a pair of um, Tim's, Timberland boots. Because I already have some Air Force Ones and I already have Timberland boots. And to me, they looked fine. But somebody who could see from the outside, I didn't even know I needed them. Because I've been wearing them and life has been wearing on them. But I opened up the gift, and to my surprise, it was something I needed that I didn't even know I needed. Let me tell you. you unwrap him. There's some stuff you don't even realize you need. But somebody who loves you. Hmm. Loved you enough to give you somebody, to give you something. Just unwrap the gift. Let me tell you, if you don't know him, oh, it's worth it. Knowing Jesus is worth it. There is nothing better than knowing Jesus. Even if you don't know you need him, you do. And let me tell you this, God loved you so much that he gave his unique one-of-a-kind son. God loves you. Do you hear me? God didn't give Jesus just for church people. God loved the world so much. Do you hear what I'm saying? For right people and wrong people, for white people and black people and brown and yellow people, for straight people and gay people, for alcoholics, for drug addicted, For everybody, for men, for women, he loves everybody so much that he gave Jesus so that anybody, anybody, No matter how far you've gone, no matter how dirty you think you are, how long you've been gone, none of that matters. Anybody who believes on him 
should not perish but have everlasting life. That, my friends, is good news. <laughs> if you're here and you're not sure you're saved, you're not sure you're saved, you're not sure where you're going to spend eternity, you can be sure today. You just heard the good news and it applies to you. If you're breathing, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ. And I got to tell you, you can't get it right with God without Jesus. You can't be good enough. Right? Pastor, let me fix a few things and then I'll give my life to him. If you could fix it yourself, you wouldn't need him. You wouldn't need him. But thank God for the blood of Jesus that still cleanses from all unrighteousness. Here's what the Bible says. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. That's good news. If you're here in the building and you're not sure you're saved, would you raise your hand? We can tell you how you can be saved today. If you're here and you're not sure you're saved, raise your hand. Somebody will come to you. We'll give you some information. You can be saved. In it. You can know where you're going to spend eternity today. If you're at home, wherever you are, you're in front of your computer, you're on your phone, you're watching right now, and you want to give your life to Christ, you can do it. Send us a direct message. Put it in the chat. Somebody's monitoring right now. You can be saved as well. That's the first call. Second call is this. You're, uh, you're saved already. You know where you're going to spend eternity, but you know that the Lord wants you in Mount Calvary as your church home. If that's you, would you raise your hand? Somebody will come to you where you are. If you're in the building, God bless you. God bless you. You already know you're saved, but you know the Lord wants you here. Same thing, if you're at home, you're in your car, wherever you are, you're online, you know the Lord wants you to be a part of this part of his family, put it in the chat, send us a direct message, somebody is looking out for your message right now, and you can join the Mount Calvary family. Those two calls, if you're not sure you're saved, or if you know the Lord wants you here, just let us know, there is room. Good. Everybody else then is saved and is where you know you belong. Then let the church say amen. So let it be. So let it be. For those of you who came out today, I, I really appreciate seeing your beautiful face. Um, Brother Cameron, our uh, organist, was on his way. You know, he lives in Cincinnati. He comes from Cincinnati every Sunday morning. And he and his uh, beautiful family, they were on his way, and they got on 75 and turned right back around. And I don't blame them for it. Also, would you keep Brother Birdsong in your prayers? Uh, that's the, the, the gentleman, the young man who plays the lead guitar. Uh, he just wasn't feeling well. Uh, been kind of a rough week. And uh, would you keep him in your prayers as well? Good. Thank you, Minister, uh, Brother, uh, Brother Craig and the choir. Y'all sounded wonderful today. And Riley, 
Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I think Grandma came to see you. Where's, where's uh, Lady Robinson? Is she here? Did she slip out? Gotcha. She got other responsibilities. All right. Thank you, musicians. Thank you all for holding it down. Uh, ushers, sound team, everybody, thank you for, uh, for giving your Christmas day to corporate worship. We're going to we're going to get ready to uh, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Let's just. So uh, the, the usher ministry has sent word that, that we will not dismiss as normal today. Uh, that way, if you want one of the lovely poinsettias, you can come and grab it. Um, you can bring it back to life. You got Jesus, don't you? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you can, you can come to get it. But let's, let's uh, I ask, yes, ma'am. Oh, we got offering too. Yeah, okay. Come on, Ms. Minister Christie. She can do that. And then I want y'all to do something special for me, okay? Okay, Mount Calvary, we have several ways to give. The first option is text to give. That's 855-908-0710. Now, Cash App. Before I give you the Cash App, write this down. If you're giving by Cash App, in the comments, you need to put your full name because people have been giving by Cash App and they don't know who dollar symbol Pookie123 is. So even though we accepted Pookie or whoever, you need to put your full name in the cash app. So cash app is dollar symbol M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. And then another way to give is by Givelify. Just tap give and you're done. And then the usher said that they will be here until it's 11.56. They'll be here till about 12.20, close to 12.30. If you want to give the old school way, several ways to give. And then the reason that we do give, don't forget to give to Benevolent. Don't, begive, don't forget to give to the BJ Center because Mount Calvary, we are going places. Amen. Amen. So don't forget your giving. All right. Good. We're going to get ready to go. Uh, can we sing a little bit of joy to the world before we go? I mean, y'all may have the hokiest Christmas pastor ever. But, you know, it is what it is and you shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. All right, y'all ready? And you gotta have snow on Christmas. <laughs> I'm coming down there, that's a lot. Here we go, come on. Joy to the world, the Lord is. Let her receive. That's it, come on. Let her. Let heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling 
and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let all the saints agree together in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas.